You can't merge with an object. You can't merge with an environment. You can't try to merge with something across the room or a flower in your hand and succeed. You can try, but usually it leads to frustration. It leads to, in one sense, an emphasis of the feeling of duality, the feeling of apartness and separation. It can lead to a sort of dysphoric effect. It can be uncomfortable. And really this is because what happens when we try to merge is we emphasize the feeling of being separate. We emphasize the belief that there is something apart from us to merge with. And further, we introduce a sort of will. And that will is based on illusion. The illusion that there's someone apart from experience that can control it, manipulate it, etc. So for those reasons, merging doesn't really work. It's based on a fundamental illusion. So I know it can be frustrating, and I'm sure many people watching this have tried, but understand that's just not really how this works. We're talking about non-dual realization here, of course. So the approaches I'm going to give, first I'll describe what I'm not suggesting to do. So I'm not suggesting to do anything conceptual, of course, as I always talk about. I'm not suggesting to think about or contemplate how light hits the eye, hits the retina, bounces off objects. We're not trying to think about photons and light sources and so forth. So this isn't about a conceptual understanding. It's not about a scientific understanding. But it's also not about a non-dual understanding. And this is important because this is a big pitfall with spiritual um, practices and watching videos on YouTube about non-duality and listening to spiritual teachers or listening to people who say that all spiritual teachers are wrong and, you know, whatever. It's all, when I say spiritual, I mean all of it, really, or non-duality or Advaita. So we can listen to any of that stuff and we can conceptualize it. We can believe that there is no separation. There is no one. We can believe that there's just awareness. We can believe there's just consciousness. We can believe that there is no seeker and that any kind of spiritual practice is reinforcing a seeker. We can believe anything, and it's not helpful. It's equally unhelpful, honestly, uh, to scientific understanding, probably. So anything we've read in a book or seen in videos, anything anyone says, even if they have the insight themselves, they may have very clear non-dual insight, but it doesn't mean their words are going to give you the insight. Their words may point, they may be helpful, but adopting the understanding and belief is not helpful for the insight. And it can be counterproductive in the sense that you can actually mistake that for the insight. You may have had tastes of it, you may have the flavor of it, and then you have, a, have an understanding of a certain way you like a certain teacher to speak about this, and you believe that's the insight. Don't do that to yourself. Be honest with yourself. So this, this particular inquiry starts with honesty or authenticity with yourself. So we're going to look into the visual experience, whatever's there, whether it's a, you're looking at a computer screen or my face or looking at the wall or looking at a clock or the curtains or the floor. And you're going to ask yourself, do I feel 
as if there's an object out there in the most basic way, in the simple way? Does it appear that there's something over there, a wall, an object? Does it appear that there is distance? Do I feel like I'm in an environment with distance, a dualistic environment where there's things over there? Now, remember, we're not trying to think about this like, oh, no, there's only awareness. Again, don't do that to yourself. Just, just go to the experience. Go to the visual experience. Does it appear that there is duality? And if it does, that's fine. That's perfect. If you do notice it, don't talk yourself out of it, right? Which is easy to do by believing in, in non-duality or having heard it so many times. Don't talk yourself out of it if you actually have a, an experience of separation, duality, subject, object, in a simple way. Because it is something you can investigate. But if you're taking the conceptual experience to be the visual experience, it's harder to investigate because you'll just be investigating thoughts with other thoughts. So don't do that. Just go to the experience. So we're just taking in the visual, the visual data, let's say. Visual qualia, maybe, if you have a philosophical mind. The forms, the shapes, the colors, just that, just what's there, just what's appearing. Does that appearance suggest an over there in the mere appearance? Does it suggest that distance is a thing? Separation is a, a thing that exists. Are you getting that from the visual experience itself? If so, what are you specifically referencing? Go right to the experience. Is there something in that experience that says, oh, there's an object over there? Is there something in that visual experience that says, oh, there's a, a subject here? There's a me seeing. Look closely. Right in the visual experience only. And you can ask yourself the same questions if you need to, or you can just keep looking without thinking, without analyzing. Now, remember, if you have thoughts that are like, I don't get this, this doesn't make sense, I'm not sure what I'm doing, those are doubt thoughts and those are okay. But those aren't your visual experience. Go to the visual experience. Start there. Okay, again, does it appear in a basic way that there is separation. There's something out there and something back here, that there is distance, that distance actually exists visually. And if it's not clear, keep asking and keep staying into the visual. Keep sort of probing the visual in a sense. And if it does again seem as if there is separation, then that's fine then just ask yourself, where am I finding that? What am I referencing? And go right back to the visual experience and see, what am I referencing? Something like if I said, hey, there's a glass of milk in the refrigerator. And you'd say, what are you referencing? I'd open the refrigerator and hold up the glass of milk, right? 
So when I say, what are you referencing? I just mean go back to the visual field and see what it is about that visual field in pure experience that says there's an over there. There's an object. There is an over here or a subject or a me. Or there's distance or there's three dimensions here. Keep looking. And now if you can't find something, that's okay too. But you're not done yet. If you can't find something, you still have to check in and see, does the visual experience still appear for me to be dualistic? Does this environment appear to be dualistic? And if it does, that's fine. Go back and look again. What am I picking up? What am I actually experiencing that's suggesting distance? And what you find is what matters, not what I'm going to tell you. But some of the things you might find are that your attention is simply bouncing into thoughts. One way or another, that's what you're going to find, but it can be different qualities of thought. So you may just start thinking, analyzing, comparing this to something else you've heard, or again, doubting in some way. That does make it feel like there's a subject, makes it feel like there's a you, the doubter. So that is one way we suddenly experience duality when we a moment ago were referencing the visual field so if you notice that that's fine go back to the visual field just the visual appearance start there does the dualistic experience exist there you may not find it again that's okay stay there for a while You can ask again, am I perceiving duality, separation, subject, object, something over there and something over here? If you are, that's okay. Look at what made that appear. It might feel like a sense of being a me over here, like a subjective pullback, pull back into a sense of inside. Could be a point in space that's close to you. Like it could be something like your chest, a sensation in your body, like in your face, in your nose, in your head. But there's probably something that's being referenced that's saying, okay, that's why I'm picking up the sense that there's duality. That's where I start to perceive subject over there, object over here, or sorry, that's backwards. Object over there, subject over here. It gets very confusing after a while to even talk like this, but what is it? It may be a very subtle thought even, something you can't really put your finger on, but you can tell you're pulling back into thought, not in the visual experience. Could be labeling, labeling objects. But the labeling feels like it's here and the objects over there. But when we go right to the visual experience, is there a label there? There's no label there. So this kind of inquiry can be very powerful if you're precise with it.
requires a sort of ruthless precision and honesty about what you're actually experiencing rather than what you're thinking about. And I think it can require some time, you know, some work. But keep at it. It's pretty powerful. And it can completely shift, too. If all of a sudden the sense of subject and object just aren't there, the fundamental sense of distance that seems to be there all the time is just not there suddenly. Things feel very close, flat, non-distant, interconnected in some way, inside and outside. All of those things are kind of descriptions, but don't be surprised. But until then, just keep looking. It can become a deeply enjoyable process too, endeavor. Another thing that can happen, I should just say, it doesn't have to, and if it doesn't, don't worry about it. It's not a litmus test. But as you're in the visual experience and you start to kind of remain there, you're not bouncing into the thought system so much or the mind or a sense of subject that you're imagining, you might start to notice that it almost feels like it's inside and outside, where the visual field is sort of in here and the body sense is sort of out there, the sensations. So it's like a synesthetic experience. If that starts to happen, it's okay. I'm just pointing it out so that you don't overanalyze that either or ask me if it's okay that it's like that. It's, it's definitely okay if it's like that. Might feel like the sense of sensation of the subject is sort of swimming out into the sense of the object and the object is swimming into the subject, sort of. <laughs> I don't want you to conceptualize that either, but that sometimes is how it feels. It can feel like an intimate experience. But it doesn't have to. Really what we're just looking for is Really, we're looking for the evidence. Where's the evidence? If I believe it, there should be evidence somewhere. So look for it. And enjoy staying out in the visual experience. After a while, you don't have to look anymore, maybe. You can just actually stay with the visual experience because it's enjoyable for no other reason, just the enjoyment of it. So that's one way of approaching this. The second way, much more simple, um, for some people, it may just click this way. It makes sense. Uh, also, if you've been working at this first way for a while and you tried this the second way I'm going to describe and it has didn't click for you, at some point it might click in the future. It just might feel like, oh, yeah, that's it. It's time for that. So the second way is really just relaxing and letting the visual experience overtake you. I know that sounds incredibly simple, but that's really how it is. Because what it is, is it's a correction for what we usually are doing. What we're usually doing, whether we know it or not, is we're creating a sense of reaching out into a world. We're doing it with thought, but it feels like we're out there. We're reaching out to people, objects, situations, the future, and we're manipulating it. We're grabbing for something or we're pushing something away or we're engaging in some external world. That's how it feels, right? Until it doesn't feel like that, that is so, it's so continuous that it feels normal to us. So this second way of approaching this is to sort of let that just relax, let that retract so we're not reaching out in some apparent external world. And then all of a sudden, in the visual experience, in the sound experience, in the sensations, it just overtakes you. It's almost like the object overtakes the subject or the objective world overtakes the subjective world. And then it's just clear there is no separation anywhere. Never has been. 
So you don't feel like you're reaching out into an external world anymore because you see that that was an illusion created by the mind, created by the reaching, the apparent reaching. So that's the second way is just sort of let it overtake you. My Zen teacher used to say it a nice way. He'd say, just become calm and quiet through and through. And the rivers, mountains, the great blue sky, the sidewalks, the faces, everything, it will just overtake you. That's it. Just become still through and through and just see what's actually occurring. Neither here nor there. Profoundly intimate because nothing's been apart ever from anything else. And then there aren't things. It's just this non-dual appearance. So let me know how it goes if you work with this. I want to see um, your experiences or your hang-ups with this process. What If it's anything's not clear or getting stuck somewhere, let me know.